Hello, welcome to another episode of Down Murder Lane. Hi, everybody. So today, uh, I was on location in... Yeah, there was not. In Los Angeles, California, to discuss the infamous murder of the Black Dahlia. Oh my god. It's like season two. We're blowing shit up, man. Season two, episode two. I mean, we're just coming out Heavy swinging. Heavy Yeah. Like, like it. All I could think is throw them bows. Like this lud- bows. ludicrous. <laughs> Got them bows in season two. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in... Um, how, how cool it sounds, we obviously had a different plan for yes. this episode. We were supposed to be traveling up to Fond du Lac this week, but my daughter was sick, so... So, yeah, we had to do some adjustment. Yeah, we and I had... Pivot. Pi- yes. I'm not a Friends fan. I never watched I it. Just, I will just throw that out there. Hate I mail can come to me. I just only said it because in the year 2020, it was all everybody was saying is we have to pivot because of COVID. Oh, pivot. Nobody said that to me because I would have wanted to punch him in the face. People said it to me because I'm a wedding planner and all I did was fucking pivot yeah. all day, every day. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> all day, every day. So, I've had this one in my back pocket kind of waiting yeah. for a week that we, we have could some, do it. We have some. I have a couple in my back pocket like this too that we can pull out when we need some content. Yeah. That we want to get together and talk and... We miss each other. Yes. And, you know, wanted to put something out for you guys. So... Anyway, so if you don't know this case, um, you should not. I don't know why you're listening right now. Yeah, I mean, basically, like if you didn't know Ed Gein and now you don't know Black Dahlia, it's not gonna work out. Season two's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not us. It's you. It is. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. So this is obviously incredibly infamous. Um, although I have a funny story to tell you about when I, I was wait. in LA. Is it the Uber? It was the Uber yes. driver. Yes. I it's such story. a good story. And she's not as infamous over there as I would think that she would be. She should be. So anyway, so the most, tra- so into our segment, most traveled to. So actually 10 million people traveled this week, which is wow. less like last week was only like five. Yeah. 10 million. 10 million. I don't know where they were going. What was, think, do you think like some schools had like fall break or something? I don't know. What's fall break? Who is fall break? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Teachers convention. I'm sure teachers would want to. Yeah. Okay, we're talking about teachers. Oh yeah. Shout out <gasps> to one of our favorite new listeners. I don't know if I should say her name. She probably no. doesn't. Maybe she doesn't want us to. But she does. You know who you are. You're a fifth grade teacher, and you're the bomb. Yes, and we love you. And thank you for listening and giving Thanks. us positive feedback. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. And you're way cool. Yes. So. Bomb.com. Bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You so, Bomb.com. So I don't know where people were going, but apparently, according to TripAdvisor, the number one thing to do in L.A. is the Getty Center, which is like this huge, it's like the world's largest Music? Uh, museum. It's like a museum. Oh. And it has like... It's described as, like, a philanthropic body dedicated to visual arts. I obviously did not go there, because I don't give a shit about that stuff. I mean... I love museums and history tours and that, but I don't want to Take me on a trash-ass celebrity homes tour. Yes, that's what, that's what we did. We did a TMZ tour. Thank you. Take <laughs> me out of the fucking TMZ tour. That's yeah. what I want to do. I don't want to see... Uh, Take me to Gre- to Venice Beach where all the weirdos are. Um, we did that, too. I love that shit. The whole place smelled like pee. Yep. And it's... Like New Orleans. Exactly. And there's just <laughs> tents everywhere. It's just like home. Yeah, I just felt it. Mm-hmm. It felt it felt good. So yeah, I didn't go there, but trash ash celebrity. <laughs> That's what I like. Okay, and we have to post if you can do this because you're good at the social media sure. stuff. I got you. Can you please post that video that was shared about the seven year old? Stealing the car. Doing hood rat shit with your friends. Because that's all I can think of when I was talking about this. Like, I don't want to go to a museum. I just want to do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah. I want to do bad things. I know. I can't wait until we have girls night so we can do hood rat shit with yes. our friends. At the VC. Yes. I just did a shoulder shimmy. Yeah. That means I'm ready. You're ready. <laughs> I got dangly earrings on tonight, too. Ooh. And we're drinking some new wine. Sorry, Snoop. We had to take a break. I do have Snoop wine upstairs. It's okay. I've been drinking a lot of Snoop wine at home, so I've been holding it down. Yeah, we're giving him the cred he deserves. My husband is really into Snoop wine. I love it. He keeps drinking all of it, though. Gotta hide it. 
No, I like need to buy extra now because oh, now he's true. really into it. No, well, that's good. Yeah, See, that's we're, good. So we're, throwing, we're giving Snoop, but we had to try this new wine called Witch's Brew. It's, it's not new. It's it's delicious. It's new it's to Door Heather. County. It's new to me. It's Door County um, Winery. Yeah. It's really good. It is so, oh my gosh. It I almost love tastes it. like a sangria. It does. I mean, that's why I like it so much. It's really good. But it comes out, it's like a seasonal hollow wine and Witch's Brew. And I saw it and I was like, oh, I got to get this. So, all right. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Come take a trip with us. Down Murder Lane. All right. So, Elizabeth Short, known as the Black Dahlia, was an American woman found murdered in the Lamert, Lamert Park. Just so you know, I'm going to butcher a lot of these names eh. because I didn't look it up. It's fine. Because I just didn't. Well, I could always find that guy that said, Joachim. <gasps> That's right. I forgot about him. <laughs> I forgot about him. Joachim. <laughs> um, so she was found murdered in Lamert Park. It's a neighborhood of Los Angeles. Yeah, Her- don't add us if you're mad that we mispronounce shit. Okay? Yeah. Just don't you add can us. Eat, or, yeah. You can. You can. We're Do just going to laugh at it. Yeah, we're just not going to give a shit, but whatever. Okay. So her case became highly publicized due to the graphic nature of the crime, which included her corpse having been mutilated and bisected at her waist. I didn't even know. I didn't know it was called bisected. Like, you know, they cut, cut her in half. half. Yeah. And if you haven't looked up these crime scene photos. Dude. One, we can't be friends. Yeah. Again, it's not us. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> Do better. Yeah, this reminds me of, like, when we were driving and we made Maggie look up the Ed Gein pictures in the back seat, and she kept going, like, fuck! Ew! Damn it! Why? <laughs> she could just, like, scrolling through them, and she just kept getting mad. And there was just Spanish words we couldn't understand. <laughs> Pinche! <laughs> she was just, like, all mad. Because she didn't know who Ed Gein was. She didn't know any of this shit. We're like, oh, just not? look it up, Maggie. It's chill. It's fine. Yeah. And then she's, like, seeing, like, gutted... Yeah. <laughs> The woman being deer hunt, or what is it, dressed out like a deer? Yeah, and she's like, fuck! Why? Dios mio. Dios mio! (laughs) What else do they say? I don't know. We love you, Maggie. Dios mio. I don't know. Okay, so after the discovery of her body on January 15th, 1947, the L.A. police began an extensive investigation that produced over 150 suspects, but to this day has yielded no arrest. Still unsolved. So, her unsolved murder and the details surrounding it have had a lasting cultural intrigue, which there's, like, tons of movies and shit. So many. Um, generating various theories and public speculation, which you can look it up on Reddit. There's lots of You can go down rabbit the holes. deepest rabbit hole on, on this one. Because it's unsolved and it's how many years? 70, 80 years old now? Are you really going to try to do math? No, I'm just bullshitting. I <laughs> okay. don't know. It's... Well, let's see. It's 47. Yeah. So like like almost 80. 75 years old. Wow. Yes. You did it. (laughs) High five. We did it. High five. No, I said 80. We we did it together. We, I got you there. Got me there. Okay. It's because I was hanging out with teachers this week. You're like my (laughs) TI-87. TI. Oh, it makes me think of. Rapper? Yeah. Rubber band man. Makes me think it's, you can have whatever you like. Okay. Stacks so, of, what is it? Stacks on deck, Patron on ice. Yeah. That's all I okay. remember. We can okay. pop bottles all night. You, you, you can do, <laughs> have whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So her life... So we're going to do next Friday. Yeah, we are. Woo. Her life and death have been the basis of numerous books and films, and her murder is frequently cited as one of the most famous unsolved murders in American history. Yeah. As I well don't as, know if there's one more famous than this. Like Jack the... Everyone knows like Jack, Jack the Ripper. sure. But this is pretty much This is V1. And it's Hollywood, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So. So it's, you know, well, it's it's the oldest unsolved case in L.A. County. It has otherwise, it has likewise been credited by historians as one of the first major crimes in post-World War II America to capture um, national attention. Because it was all in the papers all the time and front page, whatever. All right, so Elizabeth Short was born on July 29th, 1924, in the Hyde Park section of Boston, Massachusetts. So the third of five daughters He's of... a chowder head. What is that? A chowder. Oh, is chowder that? head. That's how they From talk. They call each other chowder heads. Yeah. I thought they call them like mass holes or something. Mass holes. Okay. A little bit. That's all I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was the third of five daughters of Cleo A. Short 
and wife, uh, Phoebe Mae Sawyer. So the guy's name was Cleo. Do you remember back in the day, do you remember um, we watch like late night TV and Miss Cleo? Yeah. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) Give me your first name only. I want to pull her up on YouTube. First name only and last name please. Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, remember? She's Jamaican. She was Jamaican or something like that. She had a Jamaican hat. Okay, so while you look that up, I'll keep reading. So around 1927, the Short family relocated. You are. You're ready? Okay, just do it. Hold on. Miss Cleo. There's going to be a. Is there an ad or something? Stupid ad. Oh, man. (laughs) Is that the ad still? No, it's just like. Is it getting ready for it? Oh, it's coming. She's got to say her lines. I hope somebody else remembers this too, because I feel like. Oh man, I don't want to learn about Miss Cleo. I just want to hear her. The best of Miss Cleo. Now we're talking. Yes. Who asked you to go out of town? The stupid young one or the married one? The married one. That's what we thought. Don't go. You hear me? If you want him to believe that it's over, then you gotta stop accepting the booty calls at two a.m. in the morning. You understand? Yeah. Do that, Miss Cleo. Tell me what type of direction is my life headed into? Last four nights, your feelings have been hurt, so you've been up all night. Yes. You haven't been. And this is around a relationship. <laughs> I love Miss Cleo. Uh, okay. Don't make me take you to church, young man. The ex is much better than the ex. <laughs> Okay. We'll find out the truth now. Find out. <laughs> Cleo. Miss Cleo. Okay. Back to Elizabeth Short. So, um, before, so she, they relocated to Portland, Maine before settling in Medford, which I guess is like a Boston suburb. Yes. Suburb. This is where Short was raised and spent most of her life. Short's father built miniature golf courses, which, how cool is that? That's an awesome job. Yeah. Until nineteen, uh, till the nineteen twenty nine uh, stock market crash, where he lost most of his savings and the family became broke, oh. like most families. So, in nineteen thirty, her father's car was found abandoned on the Charlestown Bridge, and it was assumed that he had committed suicide by jumping into the Charles River. Nineteen thirty. Yeah, because so you know year so after many that people happened. were committing suicide. So and bad. Stuff. Yeah. Also, I don't. Are you supposed to say committed? Are you say? It's committed. Okay. Committed. Completed. Completed. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Okay. He took his own life. Yes. So, uh, believing her husband to be deceased, Short's mother moved her and her five daughters into a small apartment in Medford and worked as a bookkeeper to support them. So, he kind of just disappeared. Like, they found his car. They don't know where he went. And he just was gone. Probably jumped in the river. Jumped in the Charles River. So, troubled by bronchitis and severe asthma attacks... Um, Short underwent lung surgery at 15. Wow. Yeah. After which doctors suggested she relocate to a milder climate during the winter months to prevent further respiratory problems. That's crazy. Like That so. is crazy. So her mother sent her down to Florida, like in Miami, Mr. 305. <laughs> Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide. Everyone that's listening, Heather is now known as Mrs. 414. Yep. We decided that this week. Better recognize. Miss 414. Yep. Okay. Not worldwide. <laughs> We're just. Just 414. <laughs> just local. Milwaukee County. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she was sent down to the 305. Yep. With, um, with her mom's family friends. So. <laughs> We're ridiculous. Okay. During the next three years, Short lived in Florida during the winter months and spent the rest of the year in Medford with her mother She's and like her sisters. She's like a snowbird? Yeah. Dude, How cool is that? That's great. But in her sophomore year, she dropped out of high school. Mm-hmm. So, and then in the late 19, uh, 1942, Short's mother received a letter of apology from her presumed deceased husband. <gasps> piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Which revealed that he was, in fact, alive and had started a new life in California. Like, he just it's abandoned like, his I'm family. Out. Yeah. What an asshole. What a dick. Yeah. So, in December, at age 18, Short relocated to... Um, Vallejo to live with her father. Wow. Whom she had not seen since she was six years old. I mean, I don't know why she went. Maybe she wanted to get away out of Medford or whatever. But she also wanted to be an actress, so. Right. So, well, and I mean, I think about growing up and I'm like, you think LA is like all mm-hmm. glitz and glam and I want to go live there. Hollywood, especially like in the 40s and. Yeah. That was early Hollywood. 
So Short's mother received, okay, she received a letter. Um, so Elizabeth moved out there. So he sends her a letter and she opens it and she's just like, oh, you're not dead. And it's basically like he sent her a friend request. He's like, fuck you, dude. She should have blocked him. Yeah. Yeah. Denied. Yep. Blocked. So at the time, he was working at the nearby Mare Island Naval Shipyard in San Francisco. So arguments between Short and her father led to her moving out in January 1943. So that didn't work out that well. No. So shortly after, she took a job at the base exchange at Camp Cook. So it was like an Air Force base. Um, she was living with several friends and briefly... How old is she at this point? Oh, gosh. So if she graduated in... Wait, she never. She didn't graduate because she dropped out of high school. So she's school. probably like 17, 18? Yeah, at 18. Okay. So yeah, as the age of 18. I just, so she's 18. Yeah. All right. So she moved out there and then she she started working on this base and then she moved in with some friends and then she lived with an army sergeant, an Air Force sergeant, but he apparently abused her. Hmm. So she left him in the mid-1943, so she was with him for like six months, and moved to Santa Barbara. And this is where she was arrested on September 23rd, 1943, for underage drinking at a local bar. And this is where she gets that... Her mugshot is gorgeous. I'm going to look up her mugshot. It's, she was beautiful. She was very beautiful. So the juvenile authorities sent her back to Medford. But she instead returned to Florida, making only occasional visits to Massachusetts. So she's 18. She's very well-traveled yeah. across the country. I mean... Yeah, very. So... Oh my gosh, yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, her her mugshot is... Yep, that's it. She's gorgeous. If you've looked up this crime scene photos of this case at all, you would have seen that mugshot. She's stunning. She's, yeah, very pretty. Yeah. Okay, so while great she was... Great bone in, structure in yeah, her, her face. Cheeks, like, cheekbones, yeah. like, super chiseled, mm -hmm. and, like, a great jawline. Very pretty. Yeah, anyways. So while she was in Florida... Oh, shit. I know. Sorry. Oh, that's horrible. She met, um... She met this guy named Major Matthew Michael Gordon. I know. Heather's showing me a picture <laughs> that we will post. It's literally That's, half of her pretty face and half of her mutilated face. Her murdered face, yeah. Yeah. Like, who did that? Who put that I don't together? Know, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so she she met this guy, Matt, a decorated Air Army, uh, Army Air Force officer at the 2nd Air Commando Group. So he was training for deployment to China. Hmm. Um, this is like during World War II, so yeah, 1943, whatever. So Short told friends that Gordon had written um, and proposed to her while he was recovering from injuries from a plane crash that he suffered in India. She accepted his offer, but then Gordon died in the second crash, um, on a second crash on August 10th, 1945, so less than a week before the surrender of Japan. Mm. So she met another, she was really into... Servicemen. Service, yes. She liked the man in uniform. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, that's all right. So now she's alone again. So she relocated uh, back to Los Angeles. Or she went to, so she went back to California and then moved to Los Angeles in July of 1946 to visit Army Air Force Lieutenant Jordan, uh, Joseph man. Gordon Fickling. Yeah, she really liked. So you know how like girls that chase athletes are called Jersey chasers? Oh, no. I never what is she that. called? Uniform chaser? No. Army? No, I don't know. Mm. She likes a man in uniform. Yeah, she does. But all, air, like, military guys. Yeah, she only likes military guys. So, um, so she met him, she had known him from Florida, so, um, he was stationed at the Naval Reserve Air Base in Long Beach. Okay. So, Short spent the and last... And who's from Long Beach? Englewood, uh, Snoop Double G. Okay, so Short spent the last six months of her life in Southern California, mostly in the L.A. area. And shortly before her death, she had been working as a waitress and rented a room behind the Florentine Gardens nightclub on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm. So Short has been uh, variously described and depicted as an inspiring or would-be actress. So, according to some sources, she did, in fact, have aspirations to be a film star, although she had no known acting jobs or credits. She was working on she it. She wanted to be an actress, you know. She was just, probably, like, trying to, like, meet, yeah, you meet know, people. It's not and, easy. Yeah. So, she's, like, working and living on Hollywood Boulevard, trying to, like, get her mm -hmm. face out there. She yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. So, on January 9th, 1947, Short returned to her home in L.A. after a brief trip to San Diego with um, Robert Red Manley, a 25-year-old married salesman that she had been dating. Like, come um. on. 
Okay, so Manley stated that he dropped short off at the Biltmore Hotel located at 506 South Grand Avenue in downtown LA and that short was to meet her sister who was visiting from Boston. So by some accounts, staff of the Biltmore recalled having seen Short using the lobby telephone. Shortly after, she was allegedly seen by patrons of the Crown Grill Cocktail Lounge at 754 South Olive Street. So this was approximately like three-eighths of a mile away from the Biltmore. So okay. she was just walking and yeah, she's probably going to bars or whatever. Just bar hopping. So on the morning of January 15th, 1947... Short's naked body was found severed into two pieces <gasps> on a vacant lot on the west side of South Norton Avenue. So this is midway between Coliseum Street and West um, 39th Street. So this is in L.A. Yeah. So at the time, the neighborhood was largely underdeveloped. Uh, a local resident, Betty Bursinger, discovered the body at approximately 10 a.m. while <gasps> walking with her three-year-old daughter. Like she was just taking a walk with her daughter in a stroller and found it. I always just feel so, like our friend Megan, like people that find bodies, I'm always just like, I'm sorry. You're never going to get that out of your... Honestly, and I've also decided I'm never going to be a hunter because I, they always are finding... Yeah. God, Tabby's Tabby's trying to grab your boobs. She's like digging her nails into me. She's like, hello. (laughs) Cop on a feel. Jeez, Tab. So, um, she, she initially thought she had found a discarded store mannequin. But when she realized it was a corpse, she rushed rushed to a nearby house and telephoned the police, which she had to be terrified. Yeah. All right. So Short's severely mutilated body was completely severed at the waist Ugh. and drained of blood, leaving her skin a uh, like a pale white. Yes. And she was already like very porcelain skinned. Yeah. So medical examiners determined that she had been dead for about 10 hours prior to the discovery leaving her time of death sometime um, during the evening. So that evening she had walked to the, she was at the Biltmore, yeah. then she walked to the Crown Crown Grill Cocktail Lounge, and then between then and the morning, that's when she was killed. So um, she had to be, yeah, her time of death sometime of January 14th, early morning hours of the 15th. So the body had apparently been also washed by the killer. Ugh. Short's face had been slashed from the corners of her mouth to her ears. Like the Joker. It says, creating an effect known as the Glasgow smile. Ugh. Which, I don't know why I'm gonna look they up. call that the Glasgow smile. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I, I was going to, but then I got distracted. So, She had several cuts on her thighs and breast where the en- entire portions of flesh had been sliced away. The lower half of her body was positioned a foot away from the upper and her intestines had been tucked neatly beneath her buttocks. I have the answer if you want it. Huh? I have the answer. Why is it called the Glasgow Smile? The Glasgow Smile is one such torture method inflicted by cutting from one or both corners of the victim's mouth, sometimes all the way to the ears. The so-called Glasgow Smile originated in a dark period in the Scottish city of Glasgow. I wonder why. Was it gangsters or something? It was gangsters. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. So it's a form of torture. Yes. So she might have been tortured. So the Joker did have a Glasgow smile. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so the corpse had been posed with her hands over her head, her elbows bent at right angles, and her legs spread apart. I mean, if you've seen this picture, you know exactly what what I'm talking about. So upon the discovery, a crowd of passerby and reporters began to gather. Los Angeles Herald Express reporter... Aggie Underwood um, was among the first to arrive at the scene and took several photos of the corpse and crime scene. So, near the body, detectives located a heel print on the ground amid the tire tracks, and a cement sack containing watery blood was also found nearby. I don't know what a cement sack is. Like a... a, Probably like a a bag full of cement. I don't know. Containing watery blood? Like, I don't understand what that... I'm going to look that up, too. Okay. Yeah, Tabby. An autopsy of Short's body was performed on January 16th, 1947 by Frederick Newbar. This is a bag of cement. A bag of cement. Okay. Yeah. That Short was 5 feet um, and 5 inches, so 5'5", weighing 115, had light blue eyes, brown hair, and badly decayed teeth. There were ligature marks on it's her It's not going to help you become an actress. Yeah. If you got badly decayed teeth. That's, yeah, that's Liz. Hard. 
Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I just that that part victim really blaming. Got me. No, I understand what you're saying. So there were ligature marks on her ankles, wrist, and neck, and an irregular laceration with superficial tissue lost on her right breast. So it's all like sexual and torture like, yeah the glasgow smile yeah and like mutilating her breasts chunks of skin missing Ugh. so newbar also noted superficial lacerations on her right forearm left upper arm and the lower side um, the lower left side of her, the chest so that was probably defense i don't know maybe yeah. defensive stuff so the body had been cut completely in half by a technique taught in the 1930s called a ready for this one yes Glasgow. Hemi- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's like hemicorporectomy. Hemicorporectomy? I don't know. Hemi hemi means half. Corporectomy. Hemicorep. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it's a crazy word. Hemicorporectomy. Hemicorporectomy. I don't know. The lower half of her body had been removed by transecting the lumbar spine between the second and third lumbar vertebrae. Yeah, I've, I'm seeing some pictures right now. It's pretty fucking crazy. Oh. Um, thus severing the intestines at the... Um, <laughs> what? The, <laughs> I don't know. This is crazy. So, um, so it had... Yeah. Severing the intestines. Okay, so Newbar's report noted very little... Stop. She showed me pictures. I'm getting distracted. You can see a video of the surgery on YouTube. I just tried to show Jessica. No, no, no. Stop. I don't want to see. So I've very... seen photos are okay, but actual surgical I things are like not okay. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Okay. Um, so I had to show you. Thank you. So Newbar's report noted very little bruising along the incision line, suggesting it had been performed after death. Thank God. The lacerations on each side of the face, which extended from the corners of the lips, were measured at three inches and um, on the right, and then two and a half inches on the left. That's a lot. Yeah. The skull was not fractured, but there was bruising noted on the right, um, the front and the right side of her scalp, with a small amount of bleeding uh, noted, consistent with blows to the head. Mm. So maybe that's how she was eventually killed. Yeah. So the cause of death was determined to be hemorrhaging from the lacerations to her face and the shock from blows to the head and the face. So Newbar noted that Short's anal cavity was also dilated, suggesting that she might have been raped before. Ugh. All right, so samples were taken from her body, tested for the presence of sperm, but the, te- the results came back negative. Nothing. All right, so Short was identified after her fingerprints were sent to the FBI via a sound photo, a device which transmits transmitted images by telephone and was normally oh, wow. used for news photographs. I know, this is very interesting. That must have been, like, really cutting edge. That's Morse code. It's not the same. Yeah, but still. <laughs> um, her fingerprints were on file from her 1943 arrest for the underage drinking. It's always good to get arrested once in life. Arrested once in life. In case you get killed. That's true. I mean, she had badly, so she, she knew she had no dental records. She had badly decayed teeth. Right. So, okay. So. Gotta cover your bases, just in case. True. Although I'm not going to get arrested, hopefully. No. Well, that ship has sailed. Yes. Hopefully. Unless you want to hang out with me and Barber. Yeah. I'll be, I already said I'd bail you guys out. Thank you. Okay, so immediately following Short's identification, reporters from uh, the LA Examiner contacted her mother. This is fucked up. Oh! Okay, so they contacted her mother, Phoebe Short, Fucking in Boston. media. I know. They sucked then, and they suck now. Um, so, and told her that her daughter had won a beauty contest. This is fucked up. Yeah. It was only after prying as much personal information as they could from Phoebe that the reporters revealed that her daughter had, in fact, been murdered. Sorry, actually, I'm lying to you. I was just trying to get information from my yeah. story. Your daughter's actually dead. Horrible. Like, there's a spot in hell for you. I hope all of them yeah. are there, too. The reporter or the newspaper offered to pay her airfare and accommodations if she would travel to L.A. to help with the police investigation. That was yet another ploy since the newspaper kept her away from police and other reporters to protect its scoop. So they wanted, they oh, got a hold of her so they can have this, you know, yeah, scoop on the story. Oh, I hate them. Tabby. Oh, she, my cat's scratching me right now. She's being sweet, though. Yeah, she's trying. Um, so the examiner and another Hearst newspaper... The Los Angeles Herald Express later sensationalized the case with one article from the examiner describing the black tailored suit Short was last seen wearing 
as a tight skin and sheer blouse. So they were trying to like make it seem like she was like a promiscuous girl and right. stuff. Right, of course. Victim blame much, yep. always. So the media nicknamed her as the Black Dahlia and described her as an adventurous. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, Tabby. It's horrible. Adventurous? Who proud Hollywood Boulevard. So basically she's deserved what she got because yeah. she was out there yeah. walking the streets. That's what they're saying, but there was no ever no evidence that that was ever An true. Adventurer. So. so additional newspaper reports, such as one published in the LA Times on January 17th, deemed the murder a sex fiend slang. So adventurous is my new name for when we go out, we're going to just go be adventurous. 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 Yes, that's what we it are. Is. Adventurous. It's true, but we're going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we go do our hood ratchet, yeah. we're adventurous. Okay, so, yes. On January 21st. We should get shirts that say adventurous. <laughs> With a lot of E's and S's. <laughs> yes. Too many. Because we don't know how to say it. <laughs> I can't say it. Adventurous. That's exactly Yes. It. Exactly how it's spelled. <laughs> okay, so a person on January 21st, 1947, a person claiming to be Short's killer placed a phone call to the office of James Richardson. He was the editor of the Examiner. So, uh, congratulating Richardson on the newspaper coverage of the case and stated he planned on eventually turning himself in, but not before allowing police to pursue him further. Additionally, the caller told Richardson to expect some souvenirs of Beth Short in the mail. But here's the thing. The media is already trying, I think, did this really happen? Did this guy really call? They say whatever the fuck they want to yeah. say. Oh, her curler called me. Check back next week for... Yeah, I got the scoop. Yeah. So... Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> so could it have been... Yeah. Hear but, ye, hear ye. Yeah, scroll yeah. that shit out. Mm-hmm. So on January 24th, a suspicious manila envelope was discovered by a U.S. Postal Service worker. So could be true the envelope had been addressed to the los angeles examiner and other los angeles newspaper but it also could have been that asshole that said he did it yeah so the um with individual words that had been cut and pasted from newspaper yes oh old school yeah additionally a large message on the face of the envelope read here is dahlia's belongings letters to follow the envelope contained short's birth certificate business cards, photographs, excuse me, names written on pieces of paper in an address book with the name Mark Hansen embossed on the cover. But that also could have came from her mom who had flew out. They flew her out there. Right. Just saying. So the packet had been carefully cleaned with gasoline. Similarly, uh, similarly. You can clean shit with gasoline? I know, right? I'm learning a lot of stuff. Yeah. You can send pictures with the phone? Yeah. I mean, before you had, like, a smartphone? Smartphone, yeah. Ow. Oh, 1947. Blowing my mind. Dang it. So, um, the packet had been cleaned with gasoline similar to Short's body, which led police to suspect the packet had been sent directly by her killer. Mm. So, despite the efforts to clean the packet, several partial fingertips were lifted from the envelope and sent to the FBI for testing, but however, the prints were compromised in transit and thus could not be properly analyzed. Yeah. I say still freaking scan it and see. Absolutely. And then investigate all the ones that came up from it. Yeah. Right? All right, so... Hopefully they've been arrested before and you can yeah. get it. Send it over on the yeah. thing. I'm going to make my kids get arrested once. Just so they have fingerprints? Yeah. You can go and get... I got my kids fingerprinted already. They can just get arrested. Okay. And learn. You're, you're OG mom. Yeah. okay okay so the same day the packet was received by the examiner a handbag and a black suede shoe were reportedly to have been seen on top of a garbage can in an alley a short distance from norton avenue so this is kind of two miles from where her body had been discovered so the items were recovered by police but they had also been wiped clean by with gasoline destroying any fingerprints wow all this weird evidence all around yeah Okay, so on March 14th, an apparent suicide note scrawled in pencil and a, on a bit of paper was found tucked in a shoe in a pile of men's clothing by the ocean's edge at the foot of Breeze, a- Breeze Avenue in Venice. So the note read, To whom it may concern, I have waited for the police to capture me for the Black Dahlia killing, but they have not. I am too much of a coward to turn myself in. So this is the best way out for me. I couldn't help 
I couldn't help myself for that or this. Sorry, Mary. But it was just like a note written in Sorry, a Sorry, Mary? Sorry, Mary, yeah. Who's Mary? Who knows? Maybe, I don't know. I think His it was... mom? I think it was like set up. Some so bullshit. The, yeah, so the media can continue to talk about it. But it was like a pile of men's clothes by the ocean. So what, do they go in and drown themselves? I mean, I don't know. It just seems this a lot crazy. This is a crazy. setup. Yeah. So the pile of what clothing... What do you think, Tabby? Yeah, she's like... She's like... Yeah. The pile of clothing was first seen by a beach caretaker who reported the discovery to John Dillon, who is the lifeguard captain. So Dillon immediately notified Captain L.E. Christensen of the West L.A. Police... Um, so the L.A. Police Department. So the clothes included a coat and trousers... Um, a blue herringbone tweed, a brown and white Y shirt, whatever that means. YMCA? Oh. White <laughs> jockey shorts, tan socks, and tan moccasin leisure shoes. Mm. Size about eight, which seems a little small for a man, you know. That's men. small. The clothing gave no clue about the identity of the owner. So it's just like random clothes were found. Nobody saw anybody put them there. They just kind of appeared. I don't know. That seems like crap. So they started investigating, and so the, the police um, went after the address book that they found. It had the Mark Hansen embossed yeah. on the cover. And so he was the owner of the address, address booked, um, and he became a suspect. So Hansen was a wealthy local nightclub and theater owner mm. and an acquaintance of at whose home Short had stayed with friends. And according to some sources, he had... Um, he also confirmed that the purse and shoe discovered in the alley were, in fact, shorts. So, Ann Toth, or Tooth, Short's friend and roommate, told investigators that Short had recently rejected sexual advances from Hansen and suggested it was it as potential cause for him to kill her. However, he was cleared of suspicion in the case he had an alibi. Okay. So, in addition to Hansen, the L.A. Police Department interviewed over 150 men in the ensuing weeks whom they believed to be potential suspects. 150 is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Manley, who had been one of the last people to see um, Short Alive, you know, the married man, mm-hmm. was also investigated, but was cleared of suspicion after passing numerous uh, polygraph exams. Well, but still, that isn't. People can pass those. Right. So police also interviewed several persons found listed in Hansen's address book, including Martin Lewis, who had been an acquaintance of Short's. Lewis was able to provide an alibi for the date of Short's murder, as he was in Portland, Oregon, visiting his father-in-law. So a lot of people, they're finding all these people, oh, this could be this guy. Yep, they all have. Everybody has an alibi. Yep. So just keep digging. So a total of 750 investigators from the LAPD and other departments worked on the case. 750. Yeah, worked on the case at one time. In its initial stages, and stages, including 400 sheriff deputies and 250 California State Patrol officers. That's insane. So they called in, like, the big guns. The cavalry, I guess. So various locations were searched for potential evidence, including storm drains throughout L.A., abandoned structures, and various sites along the L.A. River. But the, search, the searches yielded no further evidence. So the council, city councilman Lloyd G. Davis posted a $10,000 reward. So equivalent in 2020 would be 115000 Wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, reward for information leading police to Short's killer. I mean, could you imagine living like they found this girl this way? People in the neighborhoods have got to be like, you can't find the person who did this? Like, that's terrifying. And it's not even like it's just like, I mean, finding a dead body, period, is horrible. But it's not like it's the girl was strangled or she was shot or stabbed. It's like horrifically more like mutilated. Yeah. And just the way she displayed. Yeah. And how she was drained of blood and how she was dissected. I mean, how would you know to cut someone right there? Somebody with a medical background. A doctor or something. Okay. So, um, reward for the information. So after the announcement of the reward, various persons came forward with confessions most of which police dismissed as false. Like, why would you confess to something like that to be infamous Some or something? people are just fucking crazy, and they just want attention. Yeah. So several of the false confessors were charged with obstruction of justice. Good. As they should be. Yeah. You're wasting people's time. Time, yeah. So in January, um, on January 26th, another letter was received by the examiner. Why did they, 
why did they get all the letters you know I don't know seems suspicious this time handwritten which read here it is turning in Wednesday January 29th 10 a.m. had my fun at police Black Dahlia Avenger so the letter was also that letter also named a location at which the suspect um supposed suppose oh my gosh I got you suppose supposed killer would turn himself in so police waited at the location on the morning of January 29th, but the alleged killer did not appear. Because I think this examiner probably put all this uh -huh. to keep the story going. Absolutely. So instead, at 1 p.m., the examiner office received another cut-and-pasted oh. letter. I mean, doesn't this... Am I the only person who thinks, like, this is suspicious? Okay. Having... Have changed my mind. You would not give me a square deal. Dahlia killing was justified. So... Okay. That's the letter. Dahlia killing was justified. justified. All right. The graphic nature of the crime in the subsequent letters received by the examiner had resulted in a media frenzy surrounding Short's murder. Of course. I feel like they created a lot of it themselves. Yeah. Both local and national publications covered the story heavily, many of which reprinted sensationalized uh, reports suggesting that Short had been tortured for hours prior to her death and blah, blah, blah. So, selling papers. So, uh, but the information was false, um, yet police allowed the reports to circulate so as to conceal Short's true cause of death, which was cerebral hemorrhage from the public. Yeah. Because they really wanted to get someone who really did, you know, those, I know they do, they still do that. Further reports about Short's personal life were publicized, including details about her alleged, um, declining of Hanson's romantic advances. Mm -hmm. Of course they have to mm -hmm. talk about how she's yeah. got to slut shame her a little bit. So additionally, a stripper who was an acquaintance of Shorts told police that she liked to get guys worked up over her, but she'd leave them hanging dry. So, but this led... So the stripper calls her a tease? Yeah. Nah, whatever. This led some reporters... Um, you couldn't hear it, but I rolled my eyes. Yeah, I know. Loud roll. It was like... Yeah. Audible eye roll. And um, so they, the detectives looked into possibly um, that Short could have been a lesbian and began questioning employees and patrons of gay bars in L.A. I mean, I understand, like, they're just taking every... Why did they think she was a lesbian? Because of what the, the dancer said, that she liked to get guys worked up but then let them hang dry. Oh, like, well, she really maybe she just she, wanted to get something out of them or whatever. Maybe she just really likes women instead. Yeah. So, so I, again, audible eye roll. Yeah. But I understand, like, what they were trying to do. They're trying to get all the leads and just because they okay. were running out of things to sure. look for. So then they're going to gay bars. Yeah. And um, just questioning people. So, and obviously this this claim uh, remains un, unsubstantiated. I'm not even going to say that word. It's unsubstantiated. There you go. Got you. So I got the, you, boo. Thanks. The Herald Express also received several letters from the um, killer... Again, made with Meaning cut... the newspaper? The newspaper guy. <laughs> made with cut and pasted clippings, one of which read, I will give up on Dahlia killing if I get 10 years. What? Don't try to find me. So, like, he turned himself in if he only gets 10 years. Like, sure, guy. Okay, you're going to do that shit and only get 10? Yeah. People get caught selling weed and get more than 10. No. Which is stupid still. It still. is stupid. Okay, so on February 1st, the LA Daily News reported that the case had run into a stone wall with no new leads for investigators to pursue. The examiner contributed to run stories on the murder and the investigation, which was front-page news for 35 days following discovery of her body. I mean, that's that's a lot, front-page news. Yeah. Okay, so when interviewed, lead investigator Captain Jack Donahue told the press that he believed Short's murder had taken place in a remote building or shacks on the outskirts of L.A., and her body transported into the city where it was disposed of, which I'm sure. Based yeah, that's what I was going to say, too, because a killing of that kind, there would have been blood, and, like, her body was yeah. clean and everything was Drained. clean. And then she was, like, posed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In, in an area that was underdeveloped and... Yeah. Okay, so... Based on the precise cuts and dissection of uh, Short's, Short's corpse, the LAPD looked into the possibility that the murder had been a surgeon, doctor, yeah. or someone with medical knowledge. It has which, to be. Yeah. You just don't get that lucky. H.H. H. Holmes. Just kidding. Yeah. He was dead by then, I he think. He was. Okay. 
and mid the ghost of H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes. And <laughs> mid, killer. yeah. Oh, good, yeah. Mm-hmm. All tying it back. Look at that. That's what we do here. Yeah. Call TML. back. Yeah. Just bring it on back. <laughs> bring it back now, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, it's wedding season. I've been hearing that song oh my a lot. You know, that song was on my, like, do not play. That song wedding. was on my do not playlist, too. This is why we're supposed to be friends. Yeah. Like, don't Touch play a that slide. Shit. I was like, fuck don't you. Don't play that. Yeah. The other one, Per My Mom. Proud Mary by Tina Turner. She hates that song. I don't know that song. Proud Mary, keep on rolling. Oh, gosh. Rolling. Rolling. Oh, my gosh. Rolling. Thank God. Don't <laughs> she play says that. it stresses her out. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that, Mrs. Hines. I get it. I get it. Oh, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, can you please tell the DJ to not play Proud Mary? I hate it and makes me stressed. And I'm like, sure, sure mom. mom. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I got you, Mom. <laughs> I'm, like, terrified when my kids get man married. Like, one of them's going to, like, city, like country. Man, <laughs> I know that song day. is. Sorry. Horrible. Yeah. The song is horrible. Anyway, I hope my kids don't like <laughs> country music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sometimes okay. when I like my mom has had drinks, yeah, I'll just like sing. Doo, doo, like, doo, Mrs. Hines, doo, doo, look doo, at me. <laughs> She's like, shut up. Look at me. Man in the city. <laughs> okay. Working for the man. That is a stressful song. <laughs> <laughs> but I never got a minute of sleep. I don't know if these are the real words or not, but she said, and I was like, you hate that song, and she's like, it makes me really stressed, and I was like, okay. I mean, I get it. <laughs> we'll play it at the beginning of the next segment. <laughs> do, okay. Do, do, do. Okay. So we all think he's a doctor, you know. Totally. Okay. So in mid February 1947, the doctor L- 902 and all. Yeah. LAPD served a <laughs> warrant to the University of Southern California Medical School. All right. Which was located smart. near the site where Short's body had been discovered, yep. requesting a complete list of the program's students. I mean, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to find. Sure, what they're the like, hell? This, has, this person yeah. has to have a medical background. So the university agreed so long as the students' identities remained private. So background checks were conducted but yielded no results. So by the spring of 1947, Shorts, Shorts' murder had become a cold case with few new leads. So Sergeant Finnis Brown, one of the leads... Finnis. I like that name. Yeah, you could call him Finn. One of the lead detectives on the case blamed the press... Probably. Yeah. For compromising the investigation, uh, though reporters probing the details of her life and unverifying, you know, reports. I mean, they were just saying lies. Mm-hmm. So in September 1949, a grand jury convened to discuss inac- inadequacies. I, why do I do this to myself? I don't know. I didn't do it this, this I time. wrote this script. Well, I didn't really write it. Wikipedia did. I know, but. Yeah. So in the... Uh, LAPD homicide unit based on their failure to solve numerous murders, especially those of women and children in the past several years. And so Short was one of them. In the aftermath of the grand jury, further investigation was done on Short's past, which detectives traced her movements between Massachusetts, California, and Florida, Uh and also interviewed people who knew her in Texas and New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, however, the interviews yielded no useful information in the murder. So the grand jury was mad at the... LAPD because they weren't solving cases. They weren't right. solving murder cases. I mean, I see all sides, I guess. The notoriety of Short's murder has uh, spurned a large number of confessions over the years. Of course. Many of which have been deemed false. They're probably all false. Mm-hmm. During the initial investigation into the murder, police received a total of 60 confessions. Wow. I mean, this is crazy. Most by men. And then since that time, over 500 people have confessed to the crime. Wow. Right? I mean, it's got to be slowing down. Some of whom had never even been born at the time. Of That's what death. I was going mean, to say. people. Come like, on. I should, I should confess. But then they'll probably get me with obstruction of justice. And all these people, I hope all these people got charges too. I hope so too. Fuck them. Yeah. Stupid. And you weren't even born yet? Give me yeah. a break. Sergeant John P. St. John, a detective who worked the case until his retirement, stated, It is amazing how many people offer up a relative as the killer. Yeah. A lot of people have done that. And that's the next part. Um, oh, wait. No, one more part. So, in 2003, Ralph Asdell, one of the original detectives on the case, told the Times that he believed he had interviewed Short's killer. 
a man who had been seen with his sedan parked near the vacant lot where her body was discovered in the early morning hours of January 15, 1947. A neighbor driving by that day stopped to dispose of a bag of lawn clippings in the lot because, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what people do. They would not believe when all these lots were empty. People Mm -hmm. used to come back here and throw trash. Really? And like lawn because they don't want to have to pay for it to be disposed of and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. They did it back then, too. So um, when he saw the parked sedan, sedan, allegedly with its right rear door open, the driver of the sedan was standing in the lot. His, so, like, his car was parked, the back door was open, and he was standing in the lot where right. her body was found. So, um, his arrival apparently startled the owner of the sedan, who approached his car and peered in the window before returning to the sedan and driving away. That's weird. Like, he can be like, hey, what's up? Like, what are you doing? That is suspicious. Yeah. Um, so, the owner of the sedan was followed to a local restaurant where he worked but was ultimately cleared of suspicion. So I don't know if that So what may was have... he doing in the field, though? Yeah. Right where her body was found, and his sedan was parked, and the back door was open. And what, what was he doing, and why was he cleared? Yeah. And he's like, I just really had to no pee? Other, no other information. Yeah. Okay, so police came to consider George Hill um, Hodel yep. Jr., you know about this, a suspect after the... 1947 murder of Elizabeth Short. He was never fully formally charged with the crime and came to wider wider attention as a suspect after his death when he was accused by his son, L.A. homicide detective Steve Hodel, yep. of killing Short and committed several additional murders. I've looked into this. It is pretty. It seems I think it could, was him. Could have been. Did you listen to the podcast, The Root of Evil? No. It's I need to. about... Yeah, it's of about Hodel. him. Oh, okay. Um, true story of the Hodel family. It's about the Hodel family. Oh, okay. And the family is like super fucked up. And about the his somebody. Yep. Who was um American investigative podcast covering the Black Dahlia murder and suspect George Hodel. Okay, I need to listen to it. Yeah. All right. So prior to the Dahlia case, he was also a suspect in the death of his secretary Ruth Spalding. Yep. But was not charged, and he was accused of raping his own daughter. Tamar. Yeah, and got her but pregnant. But was acquitted. Yeah. He fled the country several times and spent 1950 to 1990 in the Philippines. So he didn't come back. He probably He's was a piece like, of shit. Sounds like it. He got his daughter pregnant. Ugh. Who the fuck does that? Yeah. Gross. Alright, so Short is buried at the Mountain View Cem- Cemetery in Oakland. After her younger sisters had grown up and married, their mother, Phoebe, moved to Oakland to be near her daughter's grave. She finally returned to the East Coast in the 1970s, where she lived into her 90s. Wow. On February 2nd, 1947, just two weeks after Short's murder, this is very interesting, Hmm. Republican State Assemblyman C. Don Field was prompted by by this case to introduce a bill calling for the formation of a sex offender registry. Wow. That is huge. The state of California would become the first U.S. state to make the registration of sex sex offenders mandatory. Okay. So it's one good thing that came out So I really like learning about things that come from. Mm -hmm. Like Amber Alerts and Amber Alerts. And like why does this exist and why, what Mm -hmm. came of this. So that's a very positive thing. So Short's murder has been described as one of the most brutal and culturally enduring crimes in American history. And the Time magazine listed it as one of the most infamous unsolved cases in the world. Yeah. And that I still think it was Hodel. The Black Dolly murder. Didn't Hodel, like, it's been a while since I listened to this and I looked into it, but didn't he have a medical background? I don't know. I've never, I haven't listened to it. I'm like braiding my hair. Braiding your hair. So, all right, so that's the case of the uh, Black Dahlia. Yeah, and while you pause it, I'm going to look up about George Hodel, if yes. he has a medical background. Stay tuned. Okay, post-content uh, discussion, discussion, so yeah. you said... So I looked up George Hodel per Wikipedia. Um, he was an American physician, so he was a doctor, okay. and suspected serial killer. After the 1947 murder of Elizabeth Short, police came to consider Hodel a suspect. He was never formally charged, as we know. His son, homicide detective in L.A., Steve Hodel, um, basically accused him of killing Short and committing several other murders. Prior to the Dahlia case, 
as Jessica said, he's suspected of killing his, his secretary? secretary, raping his own daughter, and then was acquitted. Um, he lived overseas several times, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, they basically said that he murdered his secretary to cover up his financial fraud, huh. such as billing patients for tests that were never performed, and oh. to protect the valuable secrets he had obtained about police and politicians from patients obtaining illegal abortions. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, and then they're just saying that it was him. They think that he did it. Um, yeah, because she, maybe he, she stole his address book and she was going to, right. like, out him or whatever. Yeah, so in late 1949, Hodel's teenage daughter, Tamara, accused him of incestuous sexual abuse and impregnating her, after which she was giving a back alley abortion. Jeez. Lovely. He was acquitted after a widely publicized trial. Two witnesses to the alleged abuse testified at the trial. A third recanted her earlier testimony and refused to come forward, um, with one theory being that Hodel threatened her into silence. Yeah. So, basically, they just said Tamara's testimony was attention-seeking. Oh, jeez. Um, so then, after that and, like, the sexual abuse trial... Um, Elizabeth Short, that kind of came to light, and known are, are suspected sex criminals in the area were being investigated, as okay. you mentioned. Yeah. So, basically, they never had enough. Um, at least eight witnesses claimed firsthand knowledge of a 1946 relationship between Short and Hodel. Oh. The full details of the investigation came to light in 2003, when a George Hotel Black Do- George Hodel black dahlia file was discovered in the archives of the la county district attorney's office the file revealed that in 1950 hodel was the prime suspect in the dahlia murder his hollywood residence was electronically bugged by an 18-man lapd task force damn between february 15th and march 27th 1950 transcripts of conversations revealed hodel's references to performing illegal abortions giving payoffs to law enforcement officials and his possible involvement in deaths of secretary in short so, um, he, he, he was talking about it. The DA tapes recorded him saying, suppose I did kill the black Dahlia. They can't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary anymore because she's dead. They thought there was something fishy. Anyway, now they might've figured it out. Killed her. Maybe I did kill my secretary. He fucking did it. Well, maybe, do you think maybe she was seeking a abortion? She might've been. And then he just took the opportunity to. That's a really good theory. Because why would she cut, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, that's a really good theory. She might have been seeking an abortion and went yeah. to him for help because he was known in the area for performing illegal abortions. Yeah. But then she had his address book. I don't know. It just seems like something. This is a case. I just wish we had I don't know. on this. George Hodel, like when I listen to this podcast, everyone should listen to it if you're interested in this. Used to have these like crazy, he was a doctor, but he had like, he lived in Hollywood and he had these crazy Hollywood parties that were basically a big fucking orgies. Hmm. It was disgusting. Like... I need to listen to this podcast. But, I mean, like, I'm not hating on people that want to, like, do their thing, but they were, like, abusive orgies. They were not, like, consensual things, and it was, like, young girls are bought there, and, like, bad stuff was done to them, and then, like, he would have his friends rape his daughter... And have sex with his daughter and watch and, like, just really fucked up shit. So this dude was very... He had some... He was fucked up. So I wouldn't doubt that it was him. Yeah. Probably. (sighs) Okay. So... Anyways, where'd you go? Um, I went to the body location. 3825 South (coughs) Norton Avenue in L.A., so sorry you go there now that's fine you go there now and it's obviously it's all developed and the body location is there's a house (coughs) which i'm sure they know yeah so i get out and i took a picture in front of the house i took a picture by the norton avenue sign and then you know i was was feeling all crazy because because that's what we were all jacked up because we had just you're with barber we were with um exactly no no questions like you're with barber i just have to say i was with i was with april and Things got crazy. So anyway, so I laid on the ground like I was the Black Dahlia (laughs) (laughs) and took a picture. Maybe I'll post it. Maybe I won't. Um, I think you should. But it's out there. I love it. I've seen it. Yeah. 
totally crazy. But so so if we go back to LA and do like Ed Kemper and the Manson, Manson murders, all that jive, um, yeah. And my favorite Night Stalker, um, yeah. who's not my favorite, he's my least favorite. Ugh. Um, could we go there since I haven't yeah, seen it? Of course. Okay, cool. We'll take a picture of you we laying on the grass. We have a lot of stuff to do in LA. Yeah, we need like a week. Yeah, LA's gonna be a big one for us. Yes, I cannot wait. I want to go back so bad. I want to go back. Yeah, very fun. And then we can make my my friend in San Diego come up and visit. Visit, yeah. She would like that. So I have to share my Uber driver story. Yes. So it was our last day in LA, and April and I, it was just like a bucket list. I'm like, oh. If I'm in LA, I want to go see where the Black Dolly was. Murdered. Well, yeah, because I'm, you know, this is what I like. This is who we are. So we get us Uber, and you know, when you put in an Uber, like, all right, we want you to take us to this location, but don't leave. We just want to be there for a minute, right? And then we're gonna keep going. And so the late, she picked us up, lady, so nice, super nice, and we're talking to her, and she's like, "What? What happened? We're talking like the Black Dahlia. This is where she, she was. She doesn't killed. know. She had no idea what, what the case was. She had grown up there." She went and she's telling us, she's like, oh, where did you, oh, I grew up in Compton. We're like, oh my gosh, tell us everything. Oh, yeah. She went to high school with Easy E. And she went to high school with Easy E? Yes. Oh my God. And she's like, oh, but she did not like this whole upcoming, like the rap, how they made rap and gangster, how they, how they made it cool. She didn't like she that. Did not, she goes, well, in her high school, she goes, all of a sudden, we weren't allowed to have lockers. Because people were breaking into our lockers, and they were, they closed them all because like all the suspicious activity, like it, activity mm-hmm. like guns and the, so it was like because it was cool to like be a, a gangster, okay, sure. yeah. So she a said she hated all those guys that went to that high school like Easy E because she made they made like the neighborhood not bad, like, yeah, bad. Well, Compton used to be nice. Yes, and she was telling us about it. Used to be like, like middle class black families Mm -hmm. lived there Mm -hmm. and they could like afford to buy a house and like live in a nice neighborhood and like it was it was like a nice family neighborhood yeah and so but we thought it was the coolest thing that she went to high school with easy um and she didn't know that black dollar and then she was like so excited to like tell her friends like oh do you know about this case and it was just really fun did her friends know she was i don't know i don't know but she was very excited to i don't know it's very weird. I don't know if you grew up around that area. Does she know who killed Biggie? Because, I mean, that happened in L.A. I didn't, we didn't ask That's another... That. Oh, that's oh, a case. Oh, yes. <gasps> you gotta do that, too. You gotta dust my guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just a really cool... She was, like, the best Uber driver ever, so... Yeah. But if you have any cool Uber driver stories or um, any information, who do you think killed the Black Dahlia? Slide into Heather's DMs. Yep. Slide in my DMs. Instagram at Down Murder Lane. Facebook, Down Murder Lane true crime podcast or email us downmurderlanepodcast at gmail.com yeah, we don't ever get any emails okay good because i'm like i never check I, that. it's like on my email thing where i can see if we get them and we don't ever get any well then we had some we uh, somebody had emailed us a while ago or me- facebook messaged us and i didn't see it and it was like a week a week had went by and i finally saw like the the little red thing yeah. i was like oh my gosh i should check it because i check like I have to have was it my. Katie? Yes, it was Katie. Yeah, yeah, and I was slacking. It's fine. And then I responded to her, but yes, we'll try to be better about. So Katie yeah, Katie is us. the number one best DM slider. Yeah, she has the best stories. Dude, she's money. We need she, to hang out with she her. She needs to come and do a case with us, and then record with us. Yes, we love you, Katie. Yes. So all right. So before we get out of here, I'd like to tell another a Snoop Dogg quote yes. from a very wise, wise man. From L.A., you know, yeah. she spent time in his stomping grounds of Long Beach. Yeah. Englewood. Yep. Okay, so here it is. I like going to areas where the murder rate is high and dropping it. Snoop nice. Dog. That's a quote. He likes so, going places and making them better. Better. Yeah. Because Snoop makes this world better. He's like our patron saint. Yes. I mean, I really think... Like, I he, love him. Yeah. And you can't even go to the concert. I know. It's just to meet me and Barbara. Well, I guess, I mean, I could, what if but I sponsor probably you? not. <laughs> sponsor, sponsor my ticket. Yeah. But it's not, I'm like. put out a GoFundMe. I'm trying to be, like, responsible <laughs> adults. And I know. We just got tickets for new kids. I hate being a responsible adult. It sucks. 
I just want to do hood rat shit with my friends. I want to. I want to do bad things. I want to do bad things, and unfortunately, they cost money. Okay, can you please post that video for yeah. the listeners? Yeah, yeah, I will. It's I'll hilarious. do it right now. So, all right. So, until next time, take that trip, but pack wisely, because you never know who you will run into. Hopefully, not Mr. Hodel. Yeah. Down, Down Murder, Murder Lane. Lane. Bye.